Hello and welcome to Greensider. This is Amanda, the host of this podcast. Today, Salwa is speaking to us from Bonn. Hi, Salwa. Congratulations on finishing your master's in environmental engineering. Could you tell us about your program? Hi, thanks for having me. Um, yes, I just finished my master thesis presentation actually last week. I'm very excited and super happy to be done. Um, the program is basically as an acronym called WASTE, uh, but it's all about solid waste management, uh, wastewater management, and uh, a little of air quality as well. At least I specialized in the first two. And uh, we learn everything related to process engineering in the, in the field of waste management and uh, water waste management. And yeah, this um, is a program in the University of Stuttgart. Uh, that's where I was also living for the past two years, and yeah, it was a it was a nice program. Um, it was fulfilling in terms of what I learned and what I wanted to learn. I ended up actually meeting more people in conferences and things I got really active in, and also something very fulfilling from that program itself was I ended up um, starting a kind of student job with an institute related to one of the courses I took. I ended up also um, co-authoring or supporting with writing three scientific published articles on food waste. So um, I would say it was it was a really nice step and, and phase of my career and academic life. But you started out in biology. So mm -hmm. how did you make such a change? Yeah, actually, that's uh, it's really strange, and I always try to mention this to people who um, are kind of confused as to whether they should get into environmental field or even in general where they should start or how to do things. And I I always recall that I started actually with a bachelor's in biology, and it's um, an almost a track of of medicine, so it's pre-med. And I really love biology. I I think um, it's it's extremely interesting, and I did have a passion for it. But during the time there, I was realizing that um, once I was close to the end, where a med interview was coming, um, and I wanted to prepare to how to answer and and to prepare myself as to what to present, I noticed that a lot of times I would have been hiding um, my real or or very strong passion for environmental studies. Since I was very much involved in, in recycling uh, activities in the university itself, in um, recycling activities, environmental programs, also in, in school at, at a young age. And uh, I found this master's program and decided to go for it. I need a few other engineering courses, so I also did a chemical engineering bachelor degree. And that was necessary for the master's that I did now, um, which is also engineering. And yeah, so that's how I basically got into this whole mix of of degrees in different fields. But I'm super, super happy that I did this decision. It's actually, if you if you ask me to look back and think of that point where I wanted to make this change or at least um, add a whole other degree to, to what I was doing, um, I would say it's definitely scary because you're thinking, am I doing the right thing? I had some advice from 
from professors and some colleagues that mentioned it's all worth it, just go for it. And now looking back, I'm really, really happy that I did. It was admittedly hard to to admit to some people. I even sent an email to my parents instead of telling them face to face. It's a very funny moment, I have to say, but um, now they're actually very proud of what I've accomplished. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm just really happy that I'm where I wanted to be and I've really found my passion. Wow, that sounds such a great challenge and, and you made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and alongside with studying, you're also very active in environmental campaigns. What projects have you participated in? I can mention a few things I did in Lebanon that um, I'm really happy to have been involved in. So, for example, uh, I started being very active with uh, people on the ground with, um, for example, just as a first step, I did an internship at an NGO um, called Mercy Corps. And uh, it was in the solid waste management field. And that allowed me to to visit a lot of different sorting and recycling uh, facilities. It was extremely interesting to, to meet them up close, to see how they're working. And um, that also kind of helped me to see, yep, I'm in the right place. I really do love garbage. <laughs> and I really do love looking at these facilities and seeing where they need support and so on. And then um, from then, I started really just getting to know how do I get into the sector more. And I ended up being active in a waste management coalition. That's actually also the name of it. Um, in, and based in Beirut. So I, I ended up moving there also. And from then, networking with a lot of people that were very active in the field. And one of the campaigns from this coalition was actually trying to prevent um, building an incinerator that wasn't really necessary to be built um, as opposed to really boosting the the existing recycling uh, economy and sector in, in Lebanon. So that was a really interesting uh, campaign because you really got to know not just the technical side of things, but really about the policy, some politics involved and really um, it's very holistic, let's say. And I also, on the side, um, during my time in Beirut, I got involved or volunteered with a campaign against single-use plastic with Greenpeace. Um, it was also super fun, I have to say. I got, um, I met a lot of interesting people as well that um, where we went to establishments, uh, to restaurants, bars, you name it, we went and we tried to see if they would, for example, reduce their single-use uh, plastic consumption by um, proposing uh, straw alternatives, for example, or plastic cup alternatives, and trying to see where they could maybe contribute to, to yeah, to reducing single-use plastic. Um, so yeah, I think these were kind of some of the key things that I'm really happy I was involved in. Um, of course, there's also always these breadcrumbs along the way. For example, on my own initiative, I approached informal recyclers or waste pickers. Uh, so uh, people who actually just go around and try to make um, their their days worth uh, with the junk they find and they try to recycle it. So they take it to junkyards and um, this is of value when it's not contaminated with, for example, organic waste. 
So this is something I, I really would also be looking forward to doing into, in the future, to really look into the informal recycling sector. And yeah, so it's just a few things that I'm happy to have been involved in, but um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I could talk about waste for hours. <laughs> You are really obsessed with waste. <laughs> um, except for this, what other issues have you worked on? Well, I did also during my time in the university, and I actually never really stop. Um, is I I love to work in the humanitarian field and in the development field. Um, so I was part of Red Cross, I would say, since the age of 16 almost. Um, so just graduating from school, I entered the youth department of Red Cross, Lebanese Red Cross. And then uh, four years in, I moved out and back into Lebanon. And then I joined the, the emergency medical services Red Cross department, also in Lebanon and the Tripoli department. Um, and that's where you're basically an emergency medical technician. Um, and that that was a really, really enriching experience because the people you meet, uh, you become like such a family, you become such a strong team because you go through a lot of difficult challenges together and you overcome them together and you see really, um, I would say, very positive things, but very negative things as well. And it really opens your eyes and puts things into perspective and I'm I'm really happy to have gone through it and it's it's a big part of my heart. And then from then on, I never really stopped loving my work in Red Cross. So I got into disaster management risk unit. And basically this is kind of about prevention of big risks that happen in Lebanon. Uh, and they actually allowed me to do some initiatives uh, related to environmental activities. And as they had already done uh, a lot of awareness trainings related to solid waste management but also wash so water and sanitation hygiene so yeah i mean i would have to say lebanese red cross and in, in, in whole has a big part of my heart and i love to volunteer i love to be part of these these social activities um and maybe i i have to admit the times that i'm not really being active in these kinds of things i feel like there's something missing so there was a year I was doing this chemical engineering degree and I was so busy with overloading my credits to try to finish in one year that I stopped doing any kind of volunteering and I would I would just end up coming home from, from a day's worth of studying, just feeling almost um, empty, just feeling like this is not for me. So just only studying and only academics is not for me. I have to be on field and I have to really be involved in these things. Um, I would say here the most social thing I do is uh, saving food waste and trying to also distribute among friends and among people I know and um, I don't know if you're like um, familiar with this with this activity saving food waste. Um, it's part of a community called food sharing and I realized or discovered it through also a colleague and a friend but basically, once you volunteer, you see where you can support in uh, saving waste or food that would have otherwise been waste. 
and you go and you collect it at the end of the day of a restaurant, for example, or a bar that's letting go of some excess food. And yeah, that's, I think, super fun. Um, it has, it's a very win-win situation, I would say. And yeah, I, I mean, I would really encourage people to do it if they have the chance or especially in Germany since it's so active. I know you're still in the very early stage of your career, but how has activism helped you so far? Um, yeah, so early stage, definitely just graduating. Um, but the activism, I would have to say the key thing I would take, and it's really, it was never intentional, but you just meet a lot of amazing people, you know? So um, especially in the network I've made in Lebanon, it's just from just being, um, I don't know, attending an event or going to a conference and seeing this person that that you know the name of because you almost sort of worked with that person somehow or you're connected somewhere or someone referenced you to them or them to you. And so activism really gets you into this network or this circle where you really want to be, uh, which you really want to be part of. And also through activism, which was also not um, intentional, is when I'm trying to raise awareness, I'm always trying to get the information out as much as possible. And that's the big part of my activism. But that's also how a lot of people started to catch on on what I do. And it's been really nice because um, these kinds of encounters with people that recognize what I do or recognize me somehow from um, maybe it's good to mention I did like a two weeks zero waste challenge uh, in a blog form. And yeah, so I, I think you're you're aware of the blog community and the world. And and I, I bet it's also super uh, fulfilling when someone comes to you and says, this was really interesting. This made me think this made me visit this place or try to do this differently. So, I mean, I would say this is my favorite part of activism and of course just not um, losing sight of things and I mean if you have the passion for it it's it's a great way to do the things you love and to keep active in it. When you concern yourself with so many issues how do you stay positive? That's a good question and especially in in what we do or what we like which is environmental activism it's pretty easy to 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 lose this positivity and to lose optimism because not only do you have a lot of people who don't almost in quotation marks believe in in, in in climate change or the things that we stand very strongly about but also you have this resistance and um, you have people who are unaware as well um, I mean to answer your question on how do you stay positive I would say I don't stay positive um, plain and simple I, I don't um, it's it's very normal as well for me and I accepted that of course um, I feel very positive about the things I do and uh, I mean I get this kind of energy from like I said the engagements that people and the encounters uh, I have with people. But um, there's always times where you feel like, um, what uh, what's my impact and how can I do things better? But I think these also not so positive thoughts help you um, improve the ways that you do things. And I'm actually happy that I'm not always positive. And it's also almost good to, to stay a bit um, real and, and to, to come down to earth and say, 
okay, what is really going on and what is is can really be changed and what can really be done. And I've learned to also speak the language of the people. So I'm not all about sharing or forcing down information to people and saying, you have to do it this way or else <laughs> we die and doomsday is uh, coming. I mean, I don't, I don't talk this way. I just share what I like to do and I share what I think is, is great. And I hope that inspires some people to follow um, suit. Um, I think it's also important for us to to know and, and acknowledge that, especially in these times, that mental health is super important and staying positive always is, is not, um, might be impossible, but I'm really grateful for the people I have um, around me. I have a great community as well that um, really supports what I do and so on. I think once you have the passion, it's, it's really difficult to to be very negative about it because you're very biased about what you love <laughs> in short and not so short this is how i stay and not stay positive finally what's your career plan in 2021 my career plan i i, I would love to answer this and in a in a few years listen to this and say hmm <laughs> that was not so right or that was right but i mean i hope um it's the way i'm going to explain it to you now um, so now, currently, I'm doing this internship in GIZ. I'm not sure if you know it. It's a company um, that works a lot on the things that I love. And I'm working specifically specifically in the water sector, uh, water and sanitation. So um, it's really interesting so far. And I hope uh, to probably uh, get a junior position um, and uh, maybe even try to delve into the water, so wastewater management, but also maybe solid waste management. Um, I love both fields. I've already collected some experience in the solid waste management part. Um, so I would actually be open for both. But um, yeah, I mean, I have to say it's it would be really great to eventually go back to Lebanon and see what I can or how I can bring the knowledge that I've collected through whether academics or ex work experiences and to really try to make a nice impact um, in, in Lebanon. But until then, I would love to also develop my own knowledge and try to get the best that I can and to really try to be or try to go abroad and be a bit international about the knowledge I collect. And... Um, yeah, so I would love to, or I hope to, be um, traveling to the global south or working in the global south um, in the next few months or maybe this year. I know it's a bit difficult to say in, in the midst of a pandemic, but uh, I would definitely love to also see the best practices being used in different countries and taking what is working best for them and seeing or trying to really compare how can this be adapted? Um, how can this these technologies be improved? And yeah, so I mean, this is what I would basically look very much forward to. I also am very research-based um, and technical. So I, I really also love what I do from a technical standpoint. So um, I can imagine myself hopefully very soon in a junior position doing these things and pursuing 
these things. But um, let's see. I'm also very open and and as long as I'm doing what I love, I mean, I'm not um, impatient. Good luck and all the best. Thanks. Thank you very much. Do you have any final thoughts to share with our audiences? Yes, um, I'd love to say that if you ever feel confused about what you're doing or what you're passionate about, uh, try to experiment as much as you can and try to get the word out on what you like and and really try to um, expose or somehow yeah present what you're passionate about. And I think the things will follow um, as you'd like them to. So you will make connections that are related to your interests. Um, you will make or get to know some projects and activities that are related to the things you like. And through that, you grow your network, you grow your kind of circle in which you ho would hopefully be w wanting to be active in. And so, yeah, I think that would be something I recommend um, and advise, even though I'm very young and <laughs> not really in the greatest position to, to be saying this. Um, but I, I would have to say from my own experience, it's been a really great um, phase of my life to just show what I love and and throughout um that's that's kept me in the things that i love as well really well so i'm i'm happy to share that thought thanks salwa for sharing and everyone else for tuning in that's all for today until next time